Um, yeah, and, but like things change, and I guess when people like constantly complain, are those burritos? Yeah, totally. Okay, sorry. Um, when people. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode, finally, <laughs> of the Audio Jump Podcast. I'm Brian Prince, your host. So, today on the show, an interview with my good buddy Tom Coppola. Tom is a very experienced parkour athlete and coach from the awesome city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And in this interview, we talk a little bit about competition, a little bit about what Tom does coaching for Origins Parkour and athletic facility, and we talk a little bit about the parkour glory days. A fun conversation that probably I could only have with Tom. Me and Tom actually go way back, um, so if you remember, I, I've been training since about 2008, and I live in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Tom has been training since about, I want to say 2008 also, but he started about six months before I did, and he's originally from Florida. So um, back in the day, we would always have jams in the southeast area, Alabama, Georgia, North South Carolina, Florida, and that's where I knew. That's where I started to to get to know Tom. That's where we started meeting, and we would always have a lot of com uh, conversations about things, about parkour. You know, back when the forum days were were all the rage, and there was always some kind of argument slash. Um, debate going on about things in parkour politics. But we get into a bit of that, and it's it's pretty fun. So um, I think you guys might like this one a lot. A little bit of apologies for the episode's quality. I don't know if you guys know, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I like things to be as good as they can, which unfortunately stops me from doing some things. Um, but this one, I couldn't really get over it. We're actually filming, or filming, we're recording in a park. So it, it's pretty good quality, but sometimes you're going to hear things like a construction site in the background, airplanes, motorcycles, birds, and there's a part in the middle with an ice cream truck that I actually had to edit around, um, but whatever, you'll hear it. So I'm going to let you guys get to the interview, have some fun, stick around afterwards if you want to hear me keep talking. If not, just turn it off when it's over. Thanks a lot for listening. You guys have a great right, so let's get this show on the road. Uh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Who are you? Um, I guess for the sake of me not having to reintroduce you, which I will anyway. Uh, my name is Tom Coppola. That's how you say it. Okay. Roughly. It's roughly how I say it. Okay. Sometimes I say Coppola. Sometimes I say Coppola. Cool. I don't really care. So, Tom, how long have you been training, man? Um, about seven years now. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, like, I think half a year longer than me, right? Yeah. Because when your one year came out, my I was six months in, and I was like, my one year is going to be just like that one. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> it wasn't. <All> right. <laughs> um, a lot more side flips in the gym in mine. But, uh... So it took me actually a while to learn side flips. So you you yeah. beat me on that one. <laughs> it took me like well, it's weird because I got them in my first year, but I didn't I didn't take them outside for like 
pain out of the year. Because uh, okay. when I did, I was still like two foot punching. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like when I did it on the spring floor, yeah, it worked. And then when I did it in the grass, I'm like, I don't understand. Why yeah, is it not yeah. working? Um, but yeah, that's, that's, you know. So, um, you do parkour. What do you, what do you, uh, what do you do here? I heard you work at a gym. Do I? Oh my God. Is that a different guy? Crap. I'm recording <laughs> the wrong person. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a parkour guy and, um, not quite Canadian, but I live in Canada. It's nice in Canada. Yeah. I work at uh, Origins Parkour Facility in Vancouver, BC. Yeah. And Aren't you like the are you like the head head coach or Yeah, head coach. That's cool. That's neat. So what um I'm gonna ask you like the basic like lame questions that I like to ask people. So what is uh what is parkour to you? <laughs> um it's parkour is a in my mind has evolved uh, over the course of the past seven years yeah um, but I would I would say not just in my mind but culturally it's certainly evolved as well um, but I guess uh, the way that I define it <clears throat> um, is in a general sense it's just the uh the creative interaction with structures yeah. in the environment. Nice. Um, that's just a really general way of describing it. But, um, but I, I, I do believe that there are styles of parkour. Yeah. Um, so there's more traditional styles of you know the the escape and reach kind of scenarios. Right. So more speed oriented stuff. I think there's like power parkour yeah, there's definitely. like uh, uh, like single moves or um, or you know a count challenge completion based parkour yeah and then there's a freestyle parkour um, uh, if, if I could borrow an old uh, urban free flows uh, term that was hated back then but I, I actually think it's it's we just the lost, right way we just lost listeners <laughs> no I'm kidding <laughs> sorry keep going um I, I I mean I, I come from more of a background of the of the traditionalist approach yeah. to parkour the speed kind of stuff escape reach scenarios so the way I defined parkour in in more recent years has been um, uh, the, uh, the the development of uh, locomotor abilities yeah uh, uh, in the face of structures. So, so yeah. So you're you're developing your ability to move from place to place nice. using your body. So running, jumping, climbing, crawling, rolling, swinging, uh, basically all the fundamental movements. And, and, you know, there's parkour specific skills that sort of involve the the combination of those things. Mm -hmm. um, but the intended use of those skills is to get you from place to place. Uh, the A to B kind of scenario, yeah. uh, but but in practice, parkour is very different from that. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so true. <laughs> and and I absolutely recognize that. I think I mean, like, yeah, like it, it, you could. I mean, you could be doing the the A to B style parkour, but you would be doing it in a very inefficient, you know, unnecessary, yeah. like 
it, it potentially slower, <laughs> you know, uh, just, you know, for the sake of challenge. So yeah. I think, I think parkour is very much just challenge based and it involves just your body and the environment. Um, how you choose to interact with the structures is, is sort of up to you. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, uh, so you say there's like different styles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What style did, would you consider yourself one of the styles? Like the way you train, would you say that you are one specific style? Or do you think you're like you have multiple? Styles? You know, I think I think most people uh, combine styles. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, I think, uh, you know, I mean, if you're if you're practicing parkour and you can't do a kong or a climb up, like, then there's something missing from your from your practice. Right. You know? um, but and at the same time, if, if you know, I think it's important to be able to do flips. Like yeah. if you can't if you can't perform a back tuck yet, like you know, it's probably a good idea to work on your back tuck. You know, just at least to be able to do it. Yeah. You know. Honestly, like yeah, because like since trying to learn flips for me, just the, I well the strength gained from like you know the core muscles and whatever from pulling the tucks, and then like the aerial awareness, mm-hmm. like that by itself was an incredible amount of, mm-hmm. just like help. I guess to the yeah. rest of my training. I mean, as far as far as styles go, like I like I said, I come from the more speed oriented stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I've sort of realized that I'm not oh, necessarily the fastest. Yeah. The fastest, uh, mostly because of you know, you know, I I don't have the uh, a, a certain a certain type of mental ability that is associated with being able to move really quickly on really sketchy stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I call it the don't give a fucktitude. <laughs> I think we should I think we should coin that term. Um, That's perfect. But uh but yeah, like I I, I guess uh I guess what I've I've been focusing on a lot recently has been more challenge completion stuff. Uh, I've been focusing a lot on Kongs recently. I went through a big phase of dive rolls. I don't know if you heard of that. <laughs> I, I've never seen one of those. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I tend to I tend to focus on sort of finding uh, finding uh, more individual challenges and then uh, and then working on those. And I, I absolutely love putting lines together and and stuff like that. And I love running speed courses. They're they're so fun to do. Do I love speed courses? But. Uh, but again, like I'm, you know, I wouldn't say I'm the best at it, <laughs> or even close to it. Right. Yeah, I, I like writing speed courses a lot. Actually, of any like of the competition, like trials or whatever that people put together, I always love running speed courses because it just feels the most like, I guess, invigorating to me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm never, like, I, I will, I've been near the fastest in some of the competitions I've run, but like. I don't know, I always get really sketched out when I run speed courses. I get really, like, like especially when there's, like, running on rails involved or things like that. I get really, like, sketchy, and I end up going a lot slower than I know I could. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, foot placement stuff, where, like, I'll, I'll take too many strides or something, and then, like, I'll throw off a jump, and then I'll throw the wrong vault with the other hand. Yeah, like, yeah. I do dumb things like that in speed courses, but I still really like them. I mean, I, I can only say that, like, doing them makes, makes me better, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at Origins, you guys, well, first of all, you guys have a really awesome gym set up. Um, I feel like you have one of the best gyms in the, I'd say, world. But what do I know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, you guys hosted, so your big event that you've hosted is the uh, NAPC, the North American Parkour Championships, yeah. right? And you've done it for two years now, right? Um, so, 
um, on your last T-shirt, actually. Oh, well, the T-shirt from the last one. It's what was it? Speed, skill, style, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the three. Was that the three? Um, it's uh, it's the three events that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, it's actually been been sort of the the motto for the for both of them for both events. Right. Uh, both both shirts actually have the same same words on them. Uh, skill, speed, style, and uh, uh, yeah. So it's basically. It's basically the the idea that you know you know some people are better at certain things you know than than they are at other things. Right. Um, like some people are speed course specialists. Yeah. Um, others are you know freestyle specialists, and some people just have crazy striding ability or yeah. or, or kongs or, or or you know other skills. So um, we wanted to sort of highlight those. Uh, those abilities and um, give people a chance to really showcase their uh, their uh, what they what their strong suit is. Right. Um, we want to allow people to to be specialists, but at the same time, we also make it possible to yeah. <laughs> to be good at all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So, like. Because there are some really, really well-rounded athletes out there that yeah. you know they can hold their own on a speed course and then you know dominate the the the, the style competition and still like perform well in the skills. So. Yeah, I, I know a few in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the can start naming them. <laughs> right. Um, so, have you gotten any uh, any community backlash for organizing a competition? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, th- there's a lot of people out there who are very much against competition, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate where they're coming from because I was in that camp, you yeah, know, for I feel a like we're, long time. We were both there at the yeah. same time. We're both like, uh, competition, parkour. Yeah, yeah, no, I, and uh, it, it just. Uh, it took it, it took a while for me to sort of I feel like I had to grow out of that phase you know um, because and it really came down to just doing more competition or like you know organizing more competitions doing more competitions yeah I mean the it, I, it basically changed my mind the first competition I entered because I realized how fun it was and how yeah. positive it was for uh, the community and positive it was mm-hmm. for my development as an athlete right um and and so since then I was just you know I've been interested in sort of organizing more and uh, and and participating in more right um, yeah it's been uh, <laughs> I feel like because um, I've heard a lot of people when it comes to competition people are always like oh you know a competition in parkour is bad and and like I don't know it's funny because like like what you were saying I appreciate where they're coming from too and. Um, I don't know. It's weird because I feel like a lot of times the things that they are, I guess, advocating aren't true. And then that's what I feel like, at least. That's my opinion on it. Where, like, because I've heard a few people who'd be like, oh, competition's bad. And they're like, well, why? And they're like, well, you know, it makes people train for the wrong reasons or, like, it gives people bad attitudes. But it's like whenever I go to the competitions or watch them, people just seem to be really almost rooting for other people as much as they're rooting for themselves you know oh I mean? yeah and oh I mean the thing is though like it's a competition you're you know as an athlete you're going in like you want to do well yeah you know definitely. you, you want to perform well and you want to uh, you want to you want to sort of validate 
you know your own training in some way yeah it's like you know what like i i can you know i can compete with the best right or, right or i can i can do well with this but it's not always about that right it's it's often it's often just about like being around some of the people that you are inspired by right um that like every time like every time i'm at a competition whether i'm participating in it or i'm um you know i'm helping organize it every time we have such a great time just yeah. talking about how we train or talking uh you know or uh, pu- just pushing each other like right. even when we're not competing it's like there's uh there's an element of uh of uh, you know camaraderie that yeah. you know is like just like any jam that you go to it's yeah. just like any any situ- any parkour you know gathering that you've ever been to it's it's always a positive experience i've never once had a you know a, an experience where there's there was athletes that were that had a bad attitude or right. uh, just were there for the wrong reasons yeah no that's awesome so we've been talking about this week about like competition and parkour and stuff um, and you were saying some things the other day I, I was kind of I loved um, basically you were talking about competition and how you, you're, you're all about it but I feel like what what's awesome is your I guess your reason for competition is more out of love for the sport of parkour and less I guess for commercialization because um, and correct me if I'm wrong I guess because I feel like a lot of people their problem with um, competition in parkour is they think it's like generic evil corporation mindset's going to take over mm-hmm. but you were talking about how like well you know we owe it to like the athletes to give them more chances to I guess improve uh, well you know what like I, it's not that we even owe anything to the athletes right. but it's it's that I I I want athletes to have a future in the sport yeah <laughs> yes. that's the that's the thing is um you know, we've talked a lot about about what happens to the athletes that reach the highest level, and uh, a lot of times, what happens is they end up quitting parkour, and it's not because they don't like the the sport or or anything yeah. like that. It's often just because they end up getting jobs in the stunt industry, or you know, or they're they're performers, and that's now their their line of work, and it wasn't like what it was like five, six, seven, eight. 10 years ago yeah right it's it wasn't it's you know it used to be like oh i'm just so stoked to be moving and progressing before i needed to have a job and make a living and now now people are just trying to trying to you know get paid and they end up having to put parkour like the sport itself yeah. on the back burner so yeah. that they can pursue other you know monetary interests you know they gotta survive they gotta eat right so um and you know it's I'm not you know criticizing anyone for doing that I think they're doing I think they're doing what they should be doing yeah. because they're they're successful in in certain industries uh, but the thing is I'd rather see people really pushing the sport and staying a part of the community and the only way to do that really in my mind is having professional parkour athletes and I don't mean professional yeah. stuntmen or professional performers. I right. mean, you know, parkour athletes who go to competitions and they they continue to push the sport. They continue to push themselves. They continue to push the people around them yes. to be the best that they can be. And that the only way to do that is, you know, 
is uh, is through competition in my yeah. mind. So I, uh, that that makes me okay. That makes me think of a question because um, a few months ago I was having this discussion with a few friends. Um, do you think it's like, I guess good or bad uh, celebritism and parkour, if you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, do, what do you think of that? Um. Because, like, the way we were talking about we were kind of split on it. It was like a split argument almost where, mm-hmm. like, one side was saying, well, you know, I think it's kind of good for people to have someone to look up to. Mm-hmm. And then the other side was saying, yeah, but then they're, like, putting themselves down and, like, you know, just for normal people or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that argument. Putting, putting, you're putting yourself down because you think somebody else is really good. If anything, that, like, seeing somebody else, like, it's, it's like any other sport. It's yeah. any it's like any other sport people have this thing in their mind that parkour is somehow like crazy different and it's like no like if you if you're if you're um if you're a runner yeah, yeah, yeah. i like using the running example it's a good example <laughs> uh, if you're a runner and you're a kid in high school you're on your track team or something like that yeah. you're going to you're going to look up to the you know the Usain Bolts you know yeah. of the generation whatever you know whoever is at the top of their game at the time or the, the Michael Phelps of swimming or whatever yeah. you're going to look up to those guys because they're they have these talents and they have these abilities and they've worked really hard to get where they 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 are and if if anything they're inspiring you to be better to yeah. be your best yeah and you know, they're celebrities in the sport. As long as they're, like, not bad role models, you right. know? <laughs> as yeah. long as, like, as long as, like, they're not going to, like, clubs and, like, <laughs> like you know, showing up on TMZ or something like that, like, drunken and raving, you know, lunatics or something like that. Right. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a matter of just choosing your role models properly. Like, yeah. I mean... I mean, we've got kids at uh, at the gym who, you know, they look up to us, they, but they don't, you know, they don't worship us or anything like that. They look up to us. They think that we're awesome in in, in a lot of ways, and and you know what? We think they're awesome. They yeah. push us almost as much as we push them. You know, so it's uh, yeah, parkour and celebritism. Like, it's I don't think it's that bad of a thing if anything it's something that you know it, it's it allows you to look up to people and uh, and push yourself to you know get to a better level yourself yeah I mean when I, I think you can't <laughs> I think all these people who think this this these ideas that you know celebrity parkour athletes are a bad thing you know, like you know <laughs> where did you start yeah <laughs> where did you start did you look up to David Bell I certainly did yeah. I don't think he's the the he's unfallible or, or infallible. I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he's the you know, the god of parkour and you know everything he says is yeah. the way. But I have a ton of respect for him for what he did. Yeah. And I think I I absolutely would love to meet him one day, shake his hand. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, wh- but I, I think you just got to ask yourself, where did you start? What videos inspired you? Yeah. Because if you had, if there was a video that inspired you, yeah. that like, you know, there, that is in some way sort of a parkour celebrity to you. Yeah. Because you probably, there's probably somebody out there where you saw their video and you want to talk to them or meet them and be like, you know what? I really yeah. like your videos. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm definitely like, I, like, true story. When I meet like parkour people that, I love I, I'm like oh man you know and it's so awesome um, 
because it's just like I don't know like you know you respect it's just a matter of respect like, like I respect what they do I respect who they are and the things they make and so like getting a chance to meet them and being like wow you know I'm all about what you do um, it's awesome and it feels good especially when they're awesome people and they give you like either advice or just like a good time back and I can't say it's nice having that I, I do like that especially in the states of hardcore and where like it's like they're, they're, people are really accessible you know um that, that brought me to another point when I should bring it up now. You know, but in, in the future, you know, people are going to be less accessible. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's already happened. Like, with, but, you know, you know that's, just, that's just the nature of things. Parkour's still really small right now. It's yeah. gotten a lot bigger, but it's still really small right now, you know? Yeah. Um, Do you want form days? Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> and there's going to be, yeah. And there's going to be, there's going to be people out there who you know, reach a high level of parkour and they don't want anything to do with their fans. Right. And they're going to be, uh, you know, kind of dicks. Yeah. But you know what? Those aren't necessarily the people you should be looking up to anyway because of their personalities. Yeah. Or, you know, at least respect them for their ability, but, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Respect the artist, not the person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's dope. What, um, so going back to the competition thing, mm-hmm. um, what do you think, uh, so I wanted to ask you this the other day, like you guys are trying to do more uh, more competitions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, so parkour can grow. What do you think was the biggest, I guess, um, I guess fallback of the, like the previous televised parkour competitions? Like, what do you think was like, like, why did those go? I, I want to say wrong. I don't want to say terribly, but I do want to say like something went wrong oh, because yeah. they didn't stick around. People weren't loving them. You know, I have my own things to say about them, but I, w- I want to know what you, what your thoughts were. Yeah. So, um, the, the way that, the the way that I think about uh, parkour competition and growing a a sport like parkour, yeah, it has to happen the same way. The same way, the parkour competition being organized has to happen the same way that uh, that parkour itself evolved, um, which is. Uh, which is a, the bottom-up grassroots approach. Um, okay. Um, the way that I see it, you know, the previous uh, previous competitions that were televised, um, they all did it wrong because they didn't have a proven competition format by which to to televise. Right. Right. They're just taking an idea. They're like, okay, here's here's this competition format. Yeah. And then let's just put it on TV right away um, without testing it. Right. You know, uh, without seeing if people would even have an interest in watching it. Uh-huh. Without seeing if the athletes are interested in competing in yeah. it. It was just, we're going to make a TV show out of this. It's going to be a reality TV show. And there's going to be uh, there's gonna be these challenges that we just kind of made up yeah. uh, without, you know, testing it. Uh-huh. And then you're going to perform as an athlete on that. And, and, you know, I'm sure in some cases the athletes had fun, but I'm sure for the most part, like, it wasn't the most pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and it most, I mean, they all failed. Like, they're, none of them are still air, uh, on TV right now. Yeah. And that's because people weren't interested in it. Yeah. So the only way in my mind to... to to do it is from the from the bottom up approach. Yeah. Because um, what they're doing is a top down approach. They're just taking this idea, they're just placing it 
on TV and they're trying to ex- they're expecting that people are going to are, are going to watch it and it's going to be successful. Right. Because the athletes are capable of amazing things. But what they're completely missing out on is the it's like training and parkour like the hours of work put like and 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 you know repetitions and and refining of the of the format right that that's what's missing um and uh yeah it has to it has to be from the bottom up i mean there's two ways you can do it there's the top down and the bottom up and i think the way that parkour is inherently it needs to be bottom up it has to be grassroots it has to be organized at the bottom level tested tested retested um, ideas need to be borrowed from people and shared, and then finally we'll come to uh, a standardized parkour competition format that yeah. people, that athletes want to participate in and people want to watch. And that only comes out of just testing and retesting and, and experimenting and trying again. And it doesn't happen from the top down. You, you'll never get a, a, you'll never have a producer, a TV producer that knows more about the sport than the people who practice it themselves. Yeah, hell yeah. No, that's that's a really good answer, dude. Because um, <laughs> yeah, my thing was like, I remember when the Ultimate Parkour Challenge was on, mm-hmm. and um, like I guess this is <laughs> my input on this is mostly as a viewer. <laughs> so I remember when Ultimate Parkour Cham- Championship came on, and honestly though, when that came out. And here comes an ice cream truck. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, it's cracking me up. So when my, my my thing as a viewer when that when the Ultimate Parkour the MTV one first came out was, I mean I was still pretty in that like I was pretty purist at that time, so I was like, ugh, competition, you know. And so I, I found I guess just dumb reasons not to like it. But honestly, I, I didn't think it was terrible. Um, and then I remember when Jump City came out, like it was just so boring. You remember, like. I remember watching it like with my dad and being like, "Why am I bored?" You know, yeah. I mean, like I love these guys. I love everyone on the show. Yeah. I wanted to like be excited watching them, and I was just bored. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. Well, um, it, I mean, it, again, it just kind of goes back to like you know who decided on the format and like where was the testing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when did anyone ever do a competition that was? that format no but nobody did it and they just put it on tv expecting people to watch it and it's like what like how can you expect that to be successful if there's no proven format you have to prove your format before you can take it to the masses it just hasn't happened it just hasn't happened yet in parkour seriously um i mean and that's why that's why we're we're you know you know we as parkour athletes and say i say we i mean uh um you know us at origins Particularly uh, Renee Scavington, um, who's had like you know the, the most influence on on these uh, on these competitions than anyone, um, so nice and myself. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and we, you know, we've uh, you know we've been we've been trying to just you know you know we see every other competition you know that that has been aired on TV, and we've. You know, we've gone to several ourselves, yeah. and we've organized several before uh, before organizing the NAPC. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let's, uh, let's let this pass. Sorry. <laughs> so Renee and I, um, we were basically of the opinion that um, that there there hasn't been a proven competition format. And so the, our biggest goal with the North American Parkour Championships, Sport Parkour Championships, 
is the idea that you know we've got to make athletes we've got to make a competition that athletes want to participate in that's absolutely number one if you don't have a, a format that athletes are interested in and yeah. want to compete in you don't have a show yeah that's the bottom line you know uh you don't have it like yeah it's just it's simple as that you don't have a show and if you don't have a show you don't have an audience uh-huh. um so yeah our goal is to make competitions have uh or, or competitions have um you know elements to them that parkour athletes not only train for already because right. that's the sport you want to you want a competition that reflects the sport you don't want to make a competition that's not the sport right ninja warrior <laughs> you know <laughs> but i mean i feel that uh but yeah well, i mean ultimately you you want you want us uh you want athletes to participate in it um because that's that's the only it's the only way you're gonna have a successful parkour competition right no true true what what is sport parkour championships um it's uh, right now it's just uh it's just an uh, an idea <laughs> um it, it's an, it's a uh, it's it's a f- format for parkour competitions it's basically our the the format that uh renee and i designed which is the the skill speed style yeah um idea is that there's there's basically these sort of three styles of parkour that uh people can excel in mm-hmm. um and uh, and there's ways of measuring it, um, and so um, sport parkour championships is, is just that. It's just we're trying to trying to make a, a competition format that reflects the way people already train. So it's sport par- it's it's like a it's not the gym, I guess. It's it's is that detached from Origins or? Um, well, not yet. No. <laughs> I mean, it, it can't be. Uh, it can't be right. at this point. Um, Right now, uh, right now it's it's part of Origins uh, because you know that's um, but it's, it's that's a, where that's that's who's that's who's you know right, sponsoring yeah. it. That's right. who's hosting it. Um, but it's like its own entity. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. in, in 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 some ways we we are uh, you know, we we don't know where we want to take it. I mean, okay. we're just trying right now. We're just trying to do the best we can with with designing parkour. Right. If someone else comes along and does a better job, you know, that's, you know, that's what happens. And, you know, that's the nature of the market. Right. Um, yeah, if they is. do, if they do a better job, then, you know, that's, that's great. And, uh, and we can, you know, at least then we can have a parkour competition that represents the athletes. But until that happens, you know, we're just going to keep designing these competitions and inviting the athletes who, you know, inviting all athletes to compete. You know, at the most recent North American Parkour Championships, we had open qualifiers. A lot of people didn't know about it, but we had open qualifiers, so anyone could compete in it. And uh, and the reason for that is because you know there might be some Joe Schmo that's awesome at speed courses that we've never heard about. Right. And you know, we wanted to give them an opportunity to make a name for themselves, mm-hmm. or or you know, or you know, you know show that they can you know can can perform at a high level when you know without having to make like the fanciest video um in parkour you know you know you know not everybody is is flashy you know in their style so. yeah let I me mean, look at the uh, art of motion some entries <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 
those make me mad because we were looking at them last night and I'm, I'm getting a little opinionated here but okay. I just yeah. feel like you know the ones that I feel like should be just like at the top of the votes aren't and I'm like ah oh. yeah. it's not like a bias not like I like this guy he was my friend no it's just like this guy is kind of awesome in, in terms of what AOM is so <laughs> whatever the people have chosen well not yet well the thing is uh, I actually I actually just found out today that there's they're actually it is going to be selected by judges oh and I think top three that are just based on votes uh huh make it into the in-state qualifiers okay, nice. or something um that's what I mean, Kent Johns mentioned that to me on Facebook today and I felt like an idiot <laughs> because I was like it should be selected by judges yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, "Actually, it, it is gonna be selected by judges." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Oh. Well, then, good luck in Greece because you're gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your bags, buddy." <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome, man. Cool. Um, man, good stuff, dude. Um, okay, so I want to talk about something we were talking about earlier. I think this week. Shut up with the hammers that we were talking about earlier uh, this week or last week. Um, so, we're talking and stuff about parkour and how there's a lot of people like online that will be arguing or whatever about how oh you know parkour's different, parkour's changing, blah blah blah. And like it got me thinking, and I was like, what? Like, is it that parkour's changing, or is it that we're older? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like we're talking about this. It's like because I remember back like the parkour glory days. I'm doing air quotes parkour glory days mm-hmm. you know and how like oh you should just train all the time and parkour was about parkour and blah 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 but then like I started thinking about it more and I was like well was it that parkour was great or was it just that we had all of the time in the world to train because like when we started we were in college like early college too yeah. right Yeah. and we had like you know a couple of classes a week that's it you know living on campus just go out and train all the time go on on the forums talk with other people who train all the time and you know and and those I feel like what if that's what made the glory days awesome because dude like I'm better now than I was then Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I have more friends than I did then and like the community overall just like talks more than it did on the forums Uh, at least I think it does well at least I talk with my friends a lot that's what I should say Um, but then like I see like the kids at the gym and they're having like as good of a time as we had back then you know and it's like they don't have jobs yet you know so like maybe that was it. Maybe it was just like, yeah. I I, I like to I like to refer to it as, um, you know, the parkour glory days. That was the par- the renaissance, right? Like yeah. We were just like, you know, we were forging a path. We didn't really know what we were doing, and and there was this, you know, it, yeah. We had all the time in the world to train. Yeah. I think you hit the nail right on the head with that. I mean, yeah, absolutely, like. You know, parkour. I def- definitely think parkour has changed over yeah, the past definitely uh, past ten years or so. Uh-huh. But um, but to say that to say that like parkour like things were different back then because uh, because you know oh like everybody used to train together and stuff like that. It's like well no like like I mean parkour is as popular as ever here in Vancouver mm-hmm. because of. Uh, because of the gym and because of coaching and, and things like that. You know, it used to be that no one under the age of, like, 
you know, 15 or 14, 15 would start training parkour. Yeah. And that's because, you know, they didn't have, like, parents were skeptical. Yeah. Uh, they didn't know about it, maybe. Yeah. Or, you know, they just didn't have the opportunities to that they do nowadays. Yeah, to the youngest it. people were usually, like, people's younger siblings. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah. It was people's younger siblings. I mean, I know, I know there's several out there who started at, like, age 14. Yeah. Uh, who are now, like, almost 20. Yeah. And they're amazing athletes. Yeah. Max, but the, I think, started when he was... Yeah, Max started young. Um, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know who else... I, I, don't, I don't know... I, I don't really know people's ages, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of expect people are, like, the same age as me, but I know that they're all, like, five yeah. years younger than me. But uh, <laughs> when I started parkour, I feel like that's the first time I stopped caring about people's ages when I hung out with them. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I, I'd notice them, like, oh, I'm hanging out with, like... Like I'm like 19 or 20, and I'm hanging out with like two 16-year-olds. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm I'm 26 right now, and my and one of my favorite people to train with is a 16-year-old. Yeah. Oh man, it's 10-year gap. Joss. <laughs> I didn't even think of that until like yeah. you just. No, said yeah, that. it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's and Joss is awesome. <laughs> yeah, Joss is is amazing. I get some of the most helpful feedback from a 16-year-old. Yeah. Um, and I'm <laughs> I'm 10 years older than. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that, but. Um. But yeah, like, you know, the parkour glory days, the parkour renaissance, it was a great time back then, but yeah. that's when we all found parkour, uh-huh. you know, it, and it, and it, I, it still has a place in my heart as this, this play, this, this thing, this activity that we did where, um, you know, everything was new and like just going out and exploring was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Learning how to Kong the first time or, you know, like. Uh, like my first climb up, you know, oh, like, man. like the, or like, you know, ro- like the first roof missions I ever went on. It's like, I, I remember when I first started parkour, we had a running count of how many roofs we'd been on. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think we stopped counting at like 11 or something like that, but it was like, oh, does this count as a rooftop? Yeah, it counts. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we climbed up here, so it counts. Roof culture. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like <laughs> early roof culture, like before roof culture existed. Oh, man. But... <laughs> Um, but yeah, everything was new to us. We had all the time in the world to train. Now these kids, you know, are, you know, like we were just at the gym with the summer camp and yeah. there's, there's, you know, that group of kids that, that train all the time together, GoldenEye Motion Team. Yeah. And they're all like, they're all like about 13 years old and they started when they were 10, 11. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, one of the kids, like, he was having a rough day because, like, he was getting picked on or something at school. Apparently by a fat kid, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like, what? Is a fat kid picking on a guy that does parkour and can do, like, backflips and stuff? <laughs> the, I don't know. That was weird to me. Anyway, um, yeah, he was telling me he, had a, he was having a rough day. And I was like, dude, man, like, anytime you get bummed out, like, about something going on in your life, just remember that you get to do parkour every day right now. Because one, you're young and your body doesn't feel like the like as as like we did terrible <laughs> as terrible as we feel, oh, God. you know. <laughs> and and two, like you like you guys you guys have it so chill. Like you know they they have to go to school, which sucks. You know they gotta sit in a classroom for eight hours a day or whatever. But you know after school they get together, they go to a park, they go to a school, they go wherever, or they go to the gym and they train. And they get to do that, and it's so fun for them. It's so exciting and new for them because they're still within the first couple of years of training. Yeah. You know, eventually, 
you know, eventually, you know, hopefully they'll st- they'll still have this, you know, invigorated kind of idea of parkour. They love parkour, you know, they want to keep training. Um, eventually they'll slow down, and eventually they'll probably have this thing like, oh, parkour today isn't like it was <laughs> back in started. 2013, you know, 2014. Like, it was so pure then. It was so pure then. Like, we used to have, it's like, no, dude, you were kids. That's what was different. You were kids, you had all the time in the world to train. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I work at a parkour gym, and I used to train more parkour <laughs> when I, like, in my first two years of training than I do now. Yeah. And it's simply because I don't have as much time. Like, I'm teaching all the time. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm doing all kinds of things, uh, you know, for my job. Um, and I don't have the time anymore to yeah. train every single day. Uh, and my body, my body doesn't like it when I train every single day. Yeah. Oh man, does it not? Uh, I need, I need some rest days. Like, that's my thing, man. Like I, I get really, I guess, irritated. I'm not mad or nothing, but I get irritated when people are just so focused on how great things were back then. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's in parkour or any other aspect of my life, it's just like things change. You know, like that's yeah. life. Yeah. You know, you're taller, you're bigger than you used to be. You know, you're, you know, um, things just legitimately change. Clothes don't fit anymore. Uh, your favorite show is going to be canceled one day. Yeah. You know, your favorite band's going to break up. Like Your favorite shoe is going to be discontinued. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. Um, yeah, but, like, things change. And I guess when people, like, constantly complain, are those burritos? Yeah, totally. Okay, sorry. Um, when people... <laughs> When people constantly complain about, like, oh, something's different. It's like, yeah, no shit, dude. This is life. And so whenever people get all, like go on a rant about how things are different than they used to be, I, I just get a little upset because I'm like, dude, it, it's kind of a, at this point, I feel like it's a life skill to expect things to change. And it's not about, you know, wishing that they were the same. It's more about learning how to adapt to the new thing. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if you were a graphic designer back in the 80s and you did everything by hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you laid everything out. And then suddenly... Photoshop, Illustrator came out, you know, and now a younger dude can do your job in an hour that took you a day and a half or maybe two. I don't even know how long it would take, you know, so you have two choices. You can either be a crotchety old man and say, oh, things are changing and I'm pissed off or you can go online and learn how to use that program better than them and still be in the game because the best people did that. And that's just what drives me crazy when people sit there and complain about, oh, things are different. It's like, yeah that's life it happens but you gotta move on with it or yeah. you're just gonna be sitting there being pissed off and you're gonna be that guy on Facebook that's constantly arguing with people that yeah. uh well back in my day no I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say something a little bit controversial and it was it was the article um one article that really pissed me off um, do it and it was Blaine's article <laughs> yes a call to arms let's talk about that um and, and like he is like he is uh all right, let me start first of all by saying uh, Blaine was one of my biggest influences mm-hmm. when I started parkour. Yeah. Absolutely, he like his videos were so cool, and they were they were great in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, you know I I loved everything his blog, everything he had to say at the time. Yeah, and what was that one article he wrote of the the one way back then about like just you know, dilution? Yeah, the one about like plateauing and stuff. Like, yeah, that article got me through some shit. Yeah, so, yeah, like, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. A call to arms really pissed me off. 
And the reason it really pissed me off is because he was talking about this idea of the parkour glory days. When parkour was about, you know, being strong to be useful. Mm-hmm. And now there's things like competitions and people are doing roof jumps, big jumps that they're not capable of handling. And it's like, man, are you kidding me? That's that you you just des- he just described like what it was like back when he started too like yeah and when he started it was all about jumping off of roofs it was all about taking drops they didn't have any technical skills yeah, it was just big jumps yep. and whatever and it and it, it that article pissed me off so much because it's like are you kidding me were you like you were around back then you knew you saw people doing it back then too they're doing it more now only because more people are in parkour like it's just yeah. like it's it's like when people oh, say like man. oh kids today are so stupid look at all the dumb things they're doing and like my common argument back is like it's not that they're more stupid it's just now they have phones and can put them on yeah YouTube. now you just see <laughs> like, more of it it's called yeah. availability heuristic look it up like <laughs> nice it's like just because you just because you see more of it doesn't mean it's necessarily happening more often mm-hmm. or that you know it might be a little bit more salient in you know in terms of like how often you see it but yeah. No, no, it, it it just it really upset me because he was blaming it on competition and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and and going, I just want to go back a little bit to competition, and you know, I this is also something I'm gonna say it's probably controversial. Parkour has and always will be com- competitive. I don't care who you are, you are competing in some way if you are training in parkour. Whether you're like comparing yourself to others or just yeah. It, it, parkour like there's different formats for parkour um competition yeah there's video format yeah like who makes the sickest video uh-huh. it's still going on today it still happened back then there's jam format which is even if you're training with just one other person or if you're training with you know a group of a hundred people you're gonna find someone to compete with and it's not a negative thing yeah you know the the way that I think about it, you don't have to be a dick to compete. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, you know, the way that like jams, for instance, the way that jams are structured is, you know, people go and they find a a, a challenge. They go out and they find a challenge, right? And then if somebody else thinks that they can do the challenge or thinks that it's a good it's a challenge for them yeah they're gonna try it too yeah (laughs) and at certain point you know there's gonna be someone who does it slightly better yeah or slightly worse yeah you know that is competing you're pushing each other to uh, get it first okay so (laughs) i'm loving this so there's so like there's this idea in climbing in rock climbing yeah where you do, uh, you know, you if you're the first person to climb something, it's called a first ascent, and you 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 sort you get to name the route, you get to rate it, and you know that's your your the challenge that you know you've you've found and you you conquered. The same thing happens in parkour. You don't necessarily name it or or rate it like a level of difficulty, but there's a certain amount of clout that comes with like yeah. oh like I did that first like yeah. and if you didn't do it first you're just kind of like a little bum that you didn't quite get it I first. mean dude when you go to a spot that you've seen in videos you're like yeah. oh this is where Danny did that run oh you're like, yeah hello like yeah you know? exactly <laughs> yeah but like there's nothing wrong with like competing at that level because usually you're doing you're competing with somebody who's at a similar skill level to you yeah. in that particular type of challenge and 
and uh, you're challenging each other to do it better. Yeah. Because if um, I, I guess here here's an example. I was training with uh, with Jared and Renee and a, a few others from the gym. Yeah. Um, and there was this dyno challenge, right? And it was a really easy dyno because you had like an overgrip and you had feet to place place on. But the really challenging part was it was to an overhang, uh-huh. and then transferring from the dyno to the muscle up right. was weird. You almost had to catch it and then swing forward and then jump off your foot again to get up into the muscle up. Um, and that's what we were doing at first. And we filmed it. Uh, we filmed Jared, Jared doing this line with it. It was a really cool line. And then, and but I kept watching him do the dyno, and I was like, you know what? I think he can do it faster. And I mentioned, you know, Jared, I think you can do that faster. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, like he didn't he didn't really think he could do it faster. And then I I went over and I started playing with it some more. And then I did it in one move. I did the dyno grab muscle up and then uh, and then top out right on top. And then he saw me do it and he was like, huh. And then he went over and he learned how to do it like the way that I did it. Yeah. And it was like, you know, he, he was he was satisfied at first with where he got because he didn't have any any reference of comparison, you know, because previously I was doing it the same way he was doing it. Mm-hmm. And so the two of us, we were sort of at the same level. Then when I figured out a way to do it a little bit better, mm-hmm. he was like all of a sudden really interested in trying to do it better. Yeah. Because he, at first he thought there was a ceiling to the to the to his ability, and then he realized through competition that he could have done it better. Right. And he did. He well, went and he cha- he did the challenge you, way better than he did it before. Do you remember that um that old school clip of Seb, Sebastian Foucault, and he's training with like I don't know was this in, this might have been jump. Oh yeah. Jump, was this in Jump England? Jump, jump uh, Britain. Jump Britain. Jump Britain. And like yeah. he was like, Oh, it's impossible. It yeah. can't do that. And then the guys are doing it and he's like, Oh shit. Oh, it is possible. And then he ended up doing it. And then he did it but twice. Only because they were like, No, we can totally do this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess like countering that, like would you say though, like if someone did something and they were like okay with it, do you think it's like do you think you have to push that person to do better? Or like if they're just like, Oh, it's all I wanted, like is that okay or yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's up to the person. Like, yeah. if they if they're satisfied with just being mediocre, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I'm no like that's funny. No, because you know what, it, the nature the nature of parkour is a is a, it's a challenge based sport. Yeah, right. You know, you're finding challenges that you know uh, that are adequate levels of challenge. You're not completely out of the realm of possibility, Word, and they're yeah. not super easy because otherwise you'll get bored or you'll get too anxious to be able to do it. Right. Right. But the nature of, of challenge is that you're trying to improve yourself. Yeah. And if you're just like, if you just do something, you're just like, you know what, I did it well enough. It's like, cool, like you did it well enough for your own standards, but clearly you, you, you're not interested in improving to the best you can be. Right. And if that's the case, then, you know, you know that's fine for you. If that makes you happy, that's fine. That's fine. That's absolutely cool. But, but... You know, for most people, most people in parkour, that's not good enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you've got to, good enough. you've got to, <laughs> like, in my mind, parkour is about challenging yourself, pushing your limits, and getting to the, to the point where you are the best that you can possibly be. Uh-huh. And, and that, to me, is what competition is about. Is you, if somebody can inspire you to be better, then you should be, then you should be trying to be better. <laughs> it's like. Solid. Yeah, it's a sim- simple way of thinking about it. 
Yeah, I, I guess I guess going back to um, back to to uh, talking about the different formats with yeah. parkour. I was yeah, talking yeah. about there's video format, there's jam format. In both of those formats, there's no direct opposition. You right. know what I mean? Right. It's like if I make a video, it's not like I'm 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 hoping that Store's video is gonna fail. Right. You know, it's I'm hoping that my video is the best it can possibly be. Right. Whether it's views or likes or shares or I don't whatever it is, right? Whatever metric you're using to yeah. measure your your the performance of your ability, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or of your video. But uh, the same thing goes for jams. Like, there's no direct opposite. It's like if you and one other person are training on this on this structure or this challenge, and and one of you gets it and one of you doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there wasn't a, a direct opposition it wasn't you weren't trying you weren't like i hope he fails i hope he fails i hope he fails yeah you know that's if anything what happens is what happens is you you get it and then like you're and then you're trying to like encourage the other person to get it you're like come on uh, if you can put your foot here or like or like really whip that you know arm you know you'll be able to get it you know or you give them some tips to try to get them to, to that level yeah it's okay in parkour to cheer for people who get stuff yeah <laughs> it's okay yeah even if you can't get it. Yeah. And vice versa. You know, it's okay to, you know, cheer people on to, to try that are trying to get something that they're struggling with. You know. Yeah. Because, you know, that's that's what it's that's what it's about is you're trying to push each other to mm-hmm. get to a higher level. The um like last night not last night. Maybe. The other night when we were training at the gym and like we were doing that line that uh the one off like the tic tac up the up the thing. It's like the big box. Um, and I was doing it, and then, like, Jared did it all on, like, his left leg. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. And then I did it on my left leg. I would not have done that mm-hmm. if Jared didn't, like, do it first. And I yeah. was like, I can do that. Yeah. And then I did it, yeah. So, like, yeah. no, man, I think it's really, really helpful. So. No, it's it's super positive. And we're all encouraging, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, there are people in parkour, absolutely, who are dicks. Yeah. Like, they're, like, you know, they see you working on a challenge, and they come and they, they do it first try. And it's like, and they don't even come and talk to you about they it. Walk away. They just walk away back to their group of friends and chatting and just like, yeah, I just totally did that and it's cool. I don't have any respect for those people because they're not interested in actually, you know, in actually helping, you know, me or, 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 or someone else get better. Yeah. You know, they're just like interested in, you know, self-serving. Um, but there's people like that everywhere. Yeah. You know, in every sport, in every discipline, there's going to be dicks. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah. It's life. Um, it's but life. the thing is, those people, in my mind, those people aren't, aren't, you aren't going to be successful <laughs> because, you know, you have, in life, you have to make friends. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, friends help you. Yeah. That friends help you. And, and those people are just alienating themselves yeah. to the point where they're they're not they're not going to be. I, I was talking uh, with some stunt friends a few weeks ago, and they were talking about this one girl who was like, basically the biggest like asshole ever, mm-hmm. and how she ended up getting fired from a job. And it wasn't even fired; she just wasn't asked to come back because pretty much everybody on the set was like, oh, "I don't like her. Yeah. I don't like her." And like in effect, it had like my friend ended up replacing her. Uh, for the for the job for the stunt job and like my friend didn't try to it was just like everyone was like oh this girl's kind of prissy and talking down to everybody and I don't like that so they were like let's just not have her come back here yeah. and like that's the kind of life stuff I tell people man because it's like like 
it's amazing how much not being a dick will get you. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not like not not being fake about it. Just like legitimately enjoying people's company. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know, but whatever. You, you get it. You get it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Um. That's it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, we've been going for an hour. So. Uh, cool. Yeah, I guess we could. Uh, Want to wrap it up? Yeah, we can wrap it. Okay. It's a good fucking talk, man. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. <laughs> that was fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, any like last minute? Oh yeah, what's your? Uh, give us like a shout out to your. Uh, Dem social medias that you got My your, social media Instagrams and your Facebooks um, and your, or your YouTubes whatever you're trying to share uh, I so YouTube you can check out Origins Parkour uh-huh. so it's just youtube.com slash Origins Parkour uh, we just put up mixtape volume 2 yeah uh, we'll be doing volume 3 as well yeah. um, we've been having a lot of fun shooting those so um, yeah plus uh, there's tons of awesome content on there already and a lot more to come uh, my Instagram at Tom Jumps, one word. Um, yeah, you can add me on Facebook. I probably accept you. <laughs> <Same here. laughs> right, good. And come to Vancouver. This is pretty. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's beautiful. And the girls are fine. All right. <laughs> I hope you guys liked that one. Um, I really enjoyed that episode. I'm glad I'm finally putting it out, which I feel like I should address. Um, Sorry for the lack of updates on this thing. Um, I'd be lying to you guys if I said at, at times I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend like, oh, I got this all on lockdown. I have a you know, a list and a schedule. No, honestly, this is just like most other independent productions out there, especially in parkour and art and anything. It's just I have an idea and I start going, but sometimes life things get in the way. And sometimes I just can't really find the time to do the show like I'd want it to. Uh, I've started collecting a little bit of a team, but unfortunately we're all states away, so it's it's a little weird trying to put that together. But hopefully in the future we're looking at a more cohesive schedule for the show. Um, and we're probably going to switch up the formatting a bit, but you know I'll let that I'll let you guys you'll figure that out as it happens. For now, just keep checking back and keep bugging me. Uh, I really like. I, I really appreciate it. It sounds funny, but there's a few guys out there who <laughs> aren't afraid to hit me up every so often and be like, "Hey, man, when's the newest episode?" And honestly, I love it. I love that people do that because it, it gets me going. Like you know, it's it's something I can't get over. It's something I can't really throw under the carpet is people's expectations of me. So I appreciate you guys bugging me and keep doing it. Um, as usual. I'm going to give credit to a few people, uh, one being my man Spaceman Fantastiques. If you like the music you hear on this show, it's probably and most definitely coming from him. Check him out on spacemanfantastiques.bandcamp.com. I'd also like to thank Tom for you know, having a great interview and a great competition at the jam as well. And I'd really like to thank the listeners and everyone who subscribes or likes the Facebook page. Um, I know I haven't been updating when I should, and, and I know I'm leaving a lot of people hanging, and I'm sorry. But the fact that the likes keep coming out of nowhere, I, I just can't even tell you how thankful I am for that. So thank you so much for your support. You guys are the best. Well, I'm Brian Prince. This has been another episode of the Audio Jump Podcast. Keep jumping, keep listening, 
Thanks a lot. You guys have a good one. No one wants ice cream. Go away. <laughs> okay, the thing's pointed that way, so you're good. It's quieter. It's my turn. <laughs> no! It's... Oh, man. Dude's gotta get paid. That's true, that's true. Sorry. I guess if you could, uh. I'm just gonna back up for yeah, a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, back up for a second. So, so.